Audio format. Say something. Say something. Say something. Say something. Shockingly, David Blaine is a one-three wizard. When life's not worth living and you don't know what to do, when your wife has left you and you can't find your Steve Gutenberg VHSs, listen to Collected Sorceries, a Magic the Gathering podcast. Podcast. We really need to work on that. Yeah. The other, the other one I had in mind was um. Now it's time to record Collected Sorceries. Yeah, but they're listening, so why do we need to tell them it's time to record? Yeah, that's an excellent... But it syncs up to the Electric Avenue. You sync up to the Electric Avenue. I very well may collected sorceries. It could happen. Any of these could happen. Well, yeah, if I was lazy enough to do a parody instead of just making shit up off the top of my head, mine would have been better. I don't value one over the other. All right, this week on Collected Sorceries, we've got Steve Gutenberg. What? Arsenio Hall. That sounds, ex- that sounds expensive. Well, we already have that you made that same joke last week when half of these people were on last week. Actually, both of those people were on last week. Yeah. Arsenio, How dare you? Arsenio had that really cool hat. We're just treading what he does. He has a cool, cool hat. And then he was also in that film, Coming to America. That's right. And then there was also Coming to America 2. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> There's no subtitle on the sequel? I don't, not yet. I was still in development, so... Wait, seriously? They're making Coming to America too. They are. I think there, there was a new story today that Wesley Snipes was just added to the cast. Well, he needs to find something to do. They recast Blade. And they did with Mahershala Ali, which I love Mahershala Ali, but I don't know how that's going to work yet. We're going to have to see that. Yeah. Hey, with special guests, Ethan Shell and Jay. What, what? How are you on this fine day, either of you gentlemen? Pretty good. Ah, good. Ah. Complex, complex answers. Let's get down to the mysteries of life on this Collected Sorceries of Magic the Gathering podcast. Down to business. To defeat high interest rates. Oh, the Mardu. Like, the Mardu are kind of like... To defeat Mardu. Yeah, kind of. Mardu? When your leader's name is Zergo Helmsmasher... Yeah, probably. I think that works. Marmaduke? <laughs> I, mean, I think Marmaduke could probably smash some helms where it really came down. Yeah, Mar- Marmaduke. Any of this is possible. <laughs> so, one of you men tell me what's happening this week on Collected Sorceries, a Magic the Gathering podcast. <clears throat> We've got three things. We've got... We've got three things! Thing number one! <laughs> uh, starting a collection slash starting Roy's collection. Starting a collection! Starting a collection! Thing number one... Um, there are a couple ways. One is you can buy a sort of like a pre-made box. A pre-made box. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Sort of has a set number of commons and uncommons and rares. <laughs> now you might be able to buy these from your local game store. I will. Alternatively, you can go online and uh, there's a couple different places that'll have them as well. Um, from uh, uh, what is it? People who aren't paying us money, like Card Kingdom and Star City Games to other places you haven't heard of who are also not giving us money. Cardkingdom.com, a kingdom of cards. If I know anything about buying a pre-made box, the best place to do it is online from Vietnam. And you know, you'd be amazed how cheap all those uh, rares are if you buy them from Vietnam. Of course, they're not strictly speaking legal magic cards, but hey. Or, or you know, official this other terms. street magic. Oh, man. Which was actually a great book if you've read it. But, the moving on. David Blaine. David, Not that sh- kind of street Shockingly, magic. David Blaine is a 1-3 wizard. 1-3 <laughs> red um, wizard. 
How so, hard could it be? Anybody could put themselves in a box and starve themselves to death. Hell, Gandhi did it. He just wasn't as suspended in the air. <laughs> so, it is worth noting, though, that buying a... Uh, most of the time when you're buying a pre-made instant collection or something like that, uh, what you're getting are bulk rares and generally... Uh, mm, bulk rares. Yeah. yeah, junk cards that aren't going to sell well when sold individually or mm. in more, you know, competitive items. Not bad for beginners, but mm, generally not great in value. If I know anything about magic and trading cards. The way to build your deck is to build it one $1,500 card at a time. Well, if you want to play uh, in um, I mean, uh, vintage, then yeah. Yeah, it is. Vintage. I mean, I know people who play vintage, but they're all cool people. I just wow. don't play vintage. Wait, uh, fucking get all over me. I couldn't possibly play vintage. I'm not cool enough. Well, neither am I. I mean, I would, you know, if I had said that you were not cool enough to play vintage, I would include all three of us. I think you're mistaking the word cool oh, sorry. for the word Financially rich. stable. Yeah. Fiscally yeah, secure. I am not. I, I, if, 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 man, even if I'm a not happy cool, miser. I'm still less rich than that. it got to be honest. If I had, a, if I had a, a powerful vintage deck, you know what I'd do with it? Uh, sell it all day long you'd bitty bitty bum no I, I'd sell it and buy a nicer car <laughs> I was going to say you'd rather have the, the monetary value of the vintage deck yeah now that said uh, one way for folks to build a collection cost effectively cost effective is to uh, go out to your Friday night magic and draft some I will Yeah. I mean you'll find that you'll get a selection of rares etc that you think are fun learn the current set and in addition to that a lot of times the commons and uncommons that people draft They'll just leave around. They call it draft chaff. I'll no. take it. No. The cards tend not to be great, but if you need some stuff to bulk up your collection, it's a good way to go. My life's already built on chaff. Why should my deck be any different? Oh, it will be worth dropping a good uh, a few dollars on some land packs, which, again, you should be able to get at your local game store. Had I a few dollars, I would do so. Failing that, you can always buy one of the official Magic the Gathering products, what's mm. referred to as a fat pack. Or a deck builder's toolkit. I don't know why we, we billboarded those either of those terms. Well, those are two different uh, ideas. Oh, yes. Billboard your terms. A deck builder's yeah. toolkit will come um. will come with a set of basic lands and, well, a similar kind of group of junk rares and mediocre cards similar to the other sets. Whereas a fat pack comes with some basic lands and generally a bunch of booster packs. I wasn't, I wasn't sure if fat packs were still a thing. Do they continue? You know, magic changes what they're doing every three weeks. Apparently... <laughs> yeah. Dra uh, apparently, booster packs no longer exist. Now, they are collector's packs and draft packs. There you have it. Wasn't booster the name of the henchman in Jingle All the Way? Yes. Yes. Yeah, you get a pack of uh, giant pink space dogs. I Tigers? Will. Also, it's the first half of the name of DC's eighth best superhero. Really? Booster, booster Gold? Gold? Yes. Well, what other DC character would I be talking about? Uh, Booster Silver? Uh, you know, DC has more characters in the population of a small Latin American country, so that might actually be a person. I'm or a small, take this bait. Or strip, strip, small strip Latin Rilla. country. <laughs> Not a DC uh, character, a actually. That's uh, true. Yeah, Created strip, by Stan Lee. Yeah, Stripperella is an odd, an odd one. Yeah, if she I mean, is. Yeah. I was just thinking she would probably have a Bustier. Which would tie into the boost thing. A boost DA pack. it would be packed. I was going to say, you, you punch, what a draft is, is you buy, you get three boost DA packs, and you open the first one, mm. and, and you... No, Ethan, a draft is a wonderful way of getting beer. It's from a tap. Oh, I thought it was getting cold in here. 
<laughs> no, that's draft. Oh, oh, I think a D R A U G H T. A yes. draft. A draft. That's when there's not enough water. <laughs> I thought that was a drought. You know, when I was a kid, I thought it was pronounced drought. Um. Oh, it is. If you believe hard enough. <laughs> if you believe in the heart of the grammar. If you believe hard enough, anything can be pronounced anyway. But in addition to purchasing, uh, or to going to Friday Night Magic and playing booster packs, there's also a number of pre-made decks you can buy. And if you're looking to start a collection and you have a mind to play a specific format immediately, you can also always go on to a number of different websites. I can recommend MTG Goldfish, Ooh, Goldfish. and uh, yeah. pull up a listing for a deck you like and just buy the deck. Yeah, there's a number like of different that. websites, including all the ones we've mentioned previously, where you plug in a deck list and they will sell you the individual cards. That sounds pretty awesome, but let me ask you this important question as a side. Yes. Can you, what is the feasibility of going to Friday Night Magic and then just jumping somebody in the parking lot and taking their deck? You could probably just ask. I mean, people who play Magic tend to be overweight nerds, so, I mean... You could jump them, but then you'd just be on their shoulders. Finally, I'll go somewhere and be the person who's in the best shape. I mean, haven't been that in ten years. To be fair, I'm an overweight nerd, and yeah, you know, I'm just gonna gonna leave it there and really just insulted my uh, would, self and my hobby. You would go to a game store, right, and become a backpack for someone, and then be like, mm, my backpack feels slightly heavier. Oh, I'm an overweight nerd too, but I okay. used to work out, so I have that going for me, and I still build off of that with unbridled rage. I go. mean, there's always the chance though that you're gonna get one of those like. You know, Society for Creative Acronism guys, the SCA dudes, and then they're just going to oh, kick yeah. your ass. It's, it's kind of a, a roll of the dice. There's, there's a little bit of a, you know, a chance aspect. Because you see, the problem is, it's really hard to tell the difference at a, di- at a distance from a Magic player and a D&D player, and that D&D player might be wearing actual chainmail and might just flatten you. My yeah. response to that is an Owen Wilson quote from the all-time great film Shanghai Nights. What's that? I may not know karate, but I know crazy. <laughs> appropriate yeah let's do it when it comes down to it though the best way to start a collection is just get your hands in some cards any way you do it and that's way. the start of a collection any way you do it that's the way you need it you were saying what was next on those notes man oh, uh, item number two fan casting MTG animated series for Netflix Rus- Russo Brothers for those of you who aren't aware of uh, Ethan's verbal uh, proclivities, animated is a way of saying animated that he thinks is funny. I, I never said I thought it was funny. I just took a chance. Again, I, I rolled a die and to see maybe maybe it's funny. Now, last week, I believe we did have a semi-elaborate discussion on being or not being a weeb. Oh, yes. yes, uh, Or a weeboo. Yeah, that one. Well, I'm more than a little weeby, as they say. Yeah, so. That said, I'm not aware of there being any Animu connections to the uh, animated uh, Magic the Gathering. I don't believe they've announced a studio in the Far East, have they? Not that I'm aware of. I mean, most anime is made in Korea these days, so would it really be uh, anime if they did get it done in Korea? Or yes. In Japan? It depends. Is Avatar The Last Airbender an anime? No. Yes. Um, I, I, I was coming down I was, I was coming down right in the middle. I was like, maybe, per, perhaps... I don't know. Well, after after the recording, I'm sure me and Roy can go outside and have a good old-fashioned uh, fist fight over it. But <laughs> I would never fist fight over something as worthless as Avatar: The Last Airbender. Okay, I, now we are gonna fight. Uh, I was like, oh shit! Uh, <laughs> I made it worse. 
This is what happens when I argue with people on Twitter all day. I just I just get into the habit of just naturally making things worse, whether or not I even care. You're like, well, I'm not physically with Ooh. that person. How can I make it worse? Ooh, that could be a great tagline for Twitter. Twitter, making things worse. Yeah, that's true. But enough so about true. politics. Enough about that. About about things. <clears throat> the first thing about fan, the first difficulty in fan casting, the current... fan casting. We already did part one. Yeah. Part one was crazy. Now I now, now I believe it's all the non, uh, all the non gatewatch planeswalkers. All the non gatewatch planeswalkers. And that's kind of the problem we're running into is from here picking which characters are likely to be in it, kind of a toughie. We're just gonna have to roll the bones like my good friend Neil Pert. That's right. Or perhaps it's Neil Peart. Yeah, I, I... perhaps it's Getty Lee. Perhaps. Perhaps it's Alex Lifeson. It's one of these listing jokes that can't go on very long because there's only three members Let's of Rush. Rush. Yeah. I could start naming producers or other people's real names, but it would be pointless. So. I'd have just blended into naming uh, members of other bands. <laughs> I was like going to say, you just go... Uh, Stones Paul or Paul McCartney. Yeah. 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 I mean, Paul McCartney's in every band, isn't he? He's in Wings. Much. And yeah. every list joke, if it goes on long enough, you can just start listing Pokemon. It's like it's like Paul McCartney, Tony Shalhoub, Wings. Lick a tongue. Take these broken wings to the hospital. Get Paul McCartney some help. That's it. If we're looking at uh, characters who may or may not be in the animated series, I'm going to stake my claim and say that he's coming back from the dead. I think we're going to get Dak Faden. Dak Faden. Oh, Dak, uh, was it F-A-Y-D-E-N? Yes. Uh, I'll tell you right now, he's a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. That's a joke for people who probably don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> What's a Prescott? It's also really not a joke. It's just uh, a comment. I don't know. what. Uh, what's a Prescott time for? So, Dak Faden is the red and blue planeswalker, who is the self-proclaimed greatest thief in the multiverse. Uh, is not... he, though? Self-proclaimed. Thor dot, dot, uh, dot gif, or dot jpeg. Is he the... I mean, that's the point, though. Yeah. He's the self-proclaimed greatest thief in the multiverse. Which is ironic, because yeah. the press got time for a self-proclaimed greatest president in the universe. That said, I think if I'm going to cast anybody as the self-proclaimed greatest thief in the universe, I'm going to uh, maybe shade a little older and pick an actor who has played in various incarnations the self-proclaimed best and or greatest thief in Greece Michael Caine I was going to say Bruce Campbell but you know oh. Oh, man. I stand corrected God Bruce Campbell would absolutely kill that wouldn't he yeah that's true just just to like like kind of smug is Dak Faden smug I mean I think he mm -hmm. has to be who is yeah. he I mean like I'm going to pull out no, one of yours the guy who self proclaims oh. that he's the best thief in the universe is not smug <laughs> no I mean look at Lando I mean Lando I don't think he ever proclaimed to be the best thief but I mean, I'll tell you, we know, mm -hmm. I, I can tell you that we, we do have some evidence that he's the best thief. He managed to steal all the character growth in War of the Spark and use it on himself. Wow. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah, or a very badly written novel. One of the two. <laughs> he took all the all the, the character growth. That's a lot of character growth, and no, that's a lot. No, it really, really uh, wasn't. <laughs> that was my, my grasping attempt to make a Lex Luthor 40 cakes style joke. Give you 40 cakes. I, well, I thank you. Lex Luthor, man, what a guy. You know, the other day I saw someone playing a uh, Nissa deck. Yeah, they, they oh, cast man. a Hydra with a uh, combined mono, uh, cast deck, CMC, casting cost, of 40. That's as many as four tens, and that's a lot that, of Hydra. That's a lot of green. Will you stop with the head slicing thing? <laughs> yeah, hey. That's anyway, we got I one wanna... vote for Bruce Campbell. Anybody else want to take a stab at it? Uh, 
<clears throat> I don't know a ton about Dak Faden specifically, but Bruce Campbell is, is rock solid. All um, right, what if he just said another name just to entertain me? <laughs> Pick any name. Any name you want. Oh, uh, oh uh, the ben, longer the better. Ben Stiller, not a bad choice. Okay. Uh, Mary-Kate Olsen. I, Ooh, I like it. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of... Um, what are you trying to I, wanna, I was going to say Olivia Olsen. Are there two Olivia Olsons? Probably. Okay, because there's Olivia Olsen, Scarlet Witch, right? And then there's Olivia Olsen, voice wow. of Marceline. Well, Olivia isn't the most common first no. name in the world. I guarantee you there's a crap ton of Olsons out there. So there's probably many Olivia Olsons. And that's a large number. And that's a lot. It's many tens. <laughs> many tens, and that's a lot. Are they both Olivia Olsen? Like the third Olsen twin is Olivia, or I guess triplet, who played Scarlet Witch. And then um, Olivia Olsen is also the, the other Olivia Olsen no, voice no, no, actress no, no, from... No, no. Scarlet Witch is oh. Elizabeth Olsen. Right, right. Yeah. I, I know things. I'm just going to say this right now. Um, I don't just uh, have ignorance on um, what the Olsen family is doing at any given time. I cherish it, so I couldn't tell you which one of them is playing who. This, this is a hard day for the Olsons. I mean, I, I yeah. Um. Haven't you ever watched Switching Goals? Or Billboard Dad, or To Grandmother's House We Go. Okay, this is a list joke that no. could go to Pokemon Like. Let's move on. It will go to Pokemon Like because those are all great films. So next, not as great as it takes two though. I, I think I did see that because that had Steven Gutenberg and Christy Alley. Anyway, my Anywho, pick is Michael Caine. Okay. Yeah, I, I could see it right now. He's I mean, too old to begin the training, but I pick him anyway. <laughs> I'd like to point out that that, that 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 wonderful British accent that Marco Kane brings to things would definitely make for a smug thief. Yeah, I, I've seen. That's part of the reason why I picked him is because I've actually seen Michael Kane play a smug thief many times. Like I did see the original Alfie, and 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 he was, you know, maybe not see smug. The original but Italian really... job. No, is there a new one? Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. You know who? You know who makes a great smug thief too. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Oh, man, yeah. Mm-hmm. I movie with him and uh, Clint Eastwood. The Fisher King. Uh, no. Yeah, that was that was definitely not. The listing joke. Uh, something in Lightfoot. I cannot remember. I don't remember it either. God, Jeff Bridges could play Gordon Lightfoot, but but it go, continue. Jeff Bridges. <laughs> We've learned that Jeff Bridges could play Gordon Lightfoot. <laughs> Uh, could Gordon Lightfoot play Dak Faden? Could he? No, because no. He, has the, enough. he has the honest heart of a Canadian minstrel. He does. Yeah. Uh, moving on to yeah. uh, people who don't have honest hearts and are not Canadian nor minstrels, uh, we'll go with well, the vast majority of people, really. But for the moment, we'll start with Vraska. Vraska. Green Black Planeswalker, whose most notable feature is the fact that she is a snake lady. She's well, a snake lady. A, a she's gorgon. a lady with snakes on her head. She's a oh. gorgon. So, Medusa. Wait, do, do, do Medusa Magic, is a Gorgon. Do Magic the Gathering uh, Gorgons have snakes or just tentacles on their heads? That's a, a good question. Vraska might just have tentacles. Not this snakes. is a fine distinction. I don't know. She might. She does have the kind of standard of Gorgon ability of turning people to stone by looking at them, which yeah, I'll vamp a little so bit. Yeah, ELO. Yeah, I'll, I'll vamp a little bit in uh, the Ixalan flare set. Uh, flavor of Raska looks at someone and turns him into a pirate and Jay who is also Jace Balaran who has also had his memories erased is just like a young child and he thinks it's the coolest thing she's ever done and she's worried that you know he's going to be afraid of her and thinks she's some kind of monster and she does it for the first time and he's like oh, that was the coolest thing ever 
And Johnny was... Depp looked at me and turned me into a pirate once. Okay, now I thought you said a Johnny Depp, which would be kind of amazing. Oh, yeah. Did I yeah. say turn into a pirate? I meant turn to stone. Yeah, you said into a pirate, which is even better. Arguably. Yeah, comedically, it's it's pretty great. Wait, so if Johnny Depp were Gorgon, he would turn people into pirates? Probably, yes. Probably, yeah. But would he have scissor hands? Moving on. Yeah. So, um, Vraska's uh, personality traits include being uh, evil occasionally. Occasionally evil. Uh, being into Jace. Don't know what's up with that. And being, I guess, somewhat torn about how many people she keeps purposefully murdering. Mm. Gotta be honest, not all of Magic's characters are particularly well-developed. Ah. But, I mean, she's a sexy snake lady, so we can cast off that, right? Damn yeah. right we can. We can always cast off that. Off, off sexy snake lady. Who wants to cast the sexy snake lady first? Damn. What about you, Jay? Se- sexy snake? Sexy snake. I mean, I'll, I'll vamp a little bit. Angelina Jolie is sort of the easy... Because she was in the the uh, was it uh, Beowulf the um, tomb tomb murder the Robert Zemeckis Beowulf but oh, also yeah, Tomb Raider yeah, yeah. yeah. but she could play like other world easily play you know otherworldly danger I'm, yeah I'm, I'm gonna go go back a little ways maybe date myself a bit but uh, I'm thinking Marina Sirtis oh Marina Sirtis oh from that, Star Trek of the Next Generation that would be cool Deanna Troy I'm I glad mean, you're here I've heard her do the trying to do the sexy voice thing enough oh yeah that's true she does that a lot and I mean plus she does a decent Russian accent from that one episode she did Star she did in Stargate oh yeah, yeah. I was I was at a panel like oh well, half of a panel with her and it was the best like it was the best time I ever had walking into a panel room before the one I was going to started because she told a great anecdote about when you're a female actor in science fiction and you get a, a cleavage you know how all your brain cells go away oh yeah that's true all my brain cells I mean, went away the phrase a cleavage is what you know, really got me. But yeah, that's an I mean, incredible I, poll. I, I, thank like you for that. To, I'd like to point out that at a sci-fi convention when a woman gets a cleavage, all the brain cells in the room have a tendency to immediately flee. That's I've so seen it true. Yeah, and I know it. Am I doing conventions wrong? Should I just put the, all my brain cells in a box somewhere? It's like, okay, brain, you stay here. I'm going to go look at something. Ethan, I've been here with you at conventions. I'm fairly certain you're already doing that. Oh, nailed it! It's like, brain, you stay here. I need to make some some poor financial decisions. Oh, I'll make some poor financial don't, decisions. Don't 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 go anywhere. Oh man, we got one. Oh, yeah, Miranda Sirtis. Yeah, Angelina Jolie. One Miranda Sirtis. I'm gonna pick Paget Brewster. Oh man, fight me! I I don't think there's a need to. That seems like a good pick. I'm trying to remember what she's been in. Oh, she's been in all kinds of things. She was in Friends. She was in Community. Oh, she was. She played Britta, right? No, she did not play Britta. Oops. That was Gillian Jacobs. I, I'm doing this all wrong. Who actually would actually be great for this? I choose Gillian Jacobs. Change of plans. That's Paget Brewster. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's that lady. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Visual aids, podcasters. Visual, Visual aids. aids. Yeah. It helps us. They help us help you. Help us help you. This help episode, Patrick Brewster, be in this thing. This episode brought to you by Visual Aids. They help us help you. Yeah. So Patrick Brewster or Gillian Jacobs, one or the other. I like them both. Yeah. Uh, let's see who is next on our list. Who is next on our list? Uh, we have Ral Zarek. Ral Zarek. Lightning Daddy himself. Ah uh, yes, Ral Zarek. Uh, another red-blue planeswalker, along with Dak Faden. Uh, Ral actually did manage to keep a little bit of character growth in the War of the Spark novel. We found out that 
he's gay because he has a boyfriend. Yes, Tom was That it? is a good reason to be gay. Tomic Distinguished Advocist. And they actually worked it in the plot line so that him being worried about where his boyfriend was was an important thing so that people didn't complain about there being a gay character was ramming it down their throats because straight people are entitled jackasses. Yeah, I mean, I'm a straight person. I like, um, what you calls it, Motorhead. That's a good song. There are so many things about that how was everything in the last free 30 to 45 seconds was phrased that I'm not going to touch any part of. Oh, <laughs> you, you know the song I'm talking about, right? The Motorhead song? I don't know anything about Motorhead. There's a Motorhead song called Ram It Down. That's the joke. I don't I don't like Motorhead. I didn't get it either. Well, you didn't get it. Roy chose not to. No, I didn't choose not to because I don't like Motorhead. What? I, what? This is for later, to but I'm shocked. I mean, Go ahead. They're fine. Okay. To bring it back around, Rail's character traits involve being very gay, being very smug, and very handsome and knowing it. Oh, Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, actually, I had, I hadn't even thought of that, but yeah, I'm, neither I'm, had I until just now. That's that's not bad. That's not bad yeah. at all. What do, you, what do you think, Ray? He he did he did wear almost nothing at the Oscars. That's true. Because he was like, you know, stuff. He was, he was at the Oscars and then he hosted the Tonys. Yeah, yeah. What a, what a, Although, good choices are made. I, I know I know he I, again though I know he's a bit older, but if you want someone who can do who has experienced voice acting and can do the smuggest, sexiest voice, I'm going to have to go with old BBC standby, Bill Nighy. Bill <coughs> Nighy. Uh, the science guy he? No, not the science guy he. No, 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 no. You, you might recognize him from such things as the Cornetto trilogy. Love Actually. Uh, see, Love Actually. Now we're on uh, the, old, <laughs> the old BBC version of Lord of uh, the old BBC radio drama of Lord of the Rings. Lord the, of the Rings. The old BBC radio drama of everything because Bill Nighy was in everything. everything. Mm-hmm, that's true. And the, and the kid asked the cop how many how uh, how many things Bill Nighy was in, and the cop said everything. For those of you who aren't ancient like us, that was a reference to the movie Sandlot. Oh, it's about being oh. a child in baseball in the fifties. That makes way more sense. For some reason, all I could think of was Gary Oldman in Leon the Professional. But that's everyone. Ooh, so. speaking of other people who might be able to play Ralph Eric, Jean Reno could probably pull this off too. That's true. This is very. Oh, he he could do like inscrutable, inscrutably French. I think we need to find a spot in this casting for Jean Reno somewhere. He's just too good to pass up. I'm okay. With yeah. This. And what's he doing nowadays? I don't know. Not much. He was in Pink Can Panther. Oh, um, yeah, that's true. That's about it, as far as I know. I mean, yeah. for all I know, he's making an action blockbuster every two years, and we just don't get them because he makes them in France. But it's you know, possible, just like Jean Claude Van Damme, mm-hmm. and all the Jeans, and all the Jeans. Yeah. And as an aside, Jean there's Bell nothing Jean. more funny than watching a Jean Claude Van. I'm sorry, a Jean Renault movie that's been translated in English because he never does the voice. Uh, he never does his own voice for the dub, and. <laughs> know some of the people they get to try to voice him. It's amazing. <laughs> it reminds me of that... just doesn't work. It reminds me of that horror movie we watched in, in Spanish that had Clancy Brown as one of the characters doing the dubbing, and it was glorious. <laughs> and I wish I could remember the name of it because it was really good. We'll talk about it later. Whoa, 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 okay. So, he's put out two movies already this year. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I not Golden, surprised? And he has a third that's completed but not released. Good and Lord. he has three more that are in post-production. <laughs> Is he French so Keanu Reeves? He's currently filming something else, and he's already signed up for two more for next year that are in pre-production. So, so has, I guess the so response for what he's doing is literally everything. He's very busy. He has the hustle of, you know, a, a you know, 
an old school hip hop artist and my dad and people ah, on that. Ah, ah, but you this, know, this might work a though. A filk artist. Clearly, he's a workaholic and voice acting. They could just send him a microphone and he could do it on breaks during his other projects. We I might like still be able to get him. I like him. Might, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Because Raul doesn't show up too much in the story, right? We could like, we could you know trim the the dialogue if this is an animated scenario. True. This is true. Yeah. Or we could we could cast him as somebody else. I don't think we have a Cranko yet. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Cranko. Oh man, casting for Cranko. So, so we could we could use that to segue over to a character who we haven't talked about yet. Do it, do it. All right. I'm just gonna put this out there real quick. My answer would have been Rip Torn, but he's dead. I yeah. What? I what? mean, yeah, but let's face Audio it. Audio format. I, say something. I did not know he was dead. Yeah, That's why I paused. Oh, pretty recently. Mother. I'm gonna look this stuff up. We're gonna look up Rip Torn being dead. Really? I am gonna say this: the look, the look on Ethan's face there was definitely something to behold. I'm sorry you missed it, listeners. Yeah, he died less than a month ago. Wow, that's that's horrible. And he died wow. July 9th. Less than a wow. Yeah. Time dilation. Uh, I got some more names. Time dilation. Ah, yes. So, um, hmm. All right. Now, segue. Segue. For, segue. We got uh, so, segue. so to, to segue to another character who I think is likely to show up in some capacity. Yeah. Um, wow. We got an Obnixilis. We got a Teo. I mean, I don't think any of the characters you've written down are particularly likely to show up. But I mean, let's, let's, let's go with Obnixilis. I thought of them. Let's just do them all for I, fun. I thought of them and wrote them down. That that was, you know, the logic. You just got to believe. All right. So let, let's go with Obnixilis. Yeah. Big Black himself. And uh, so Obnixilis is the demon planeswalker. Demon. He's shown up a couple times across Magic Storyline. He was the commander in the original uh, mono black commander deck. Mm. He is a planeswalker who has a thing where he, uh, you know, he's he's a demonologist. He does demony things. Yeah, he does. He does enough demony things that he is now just straight up a demon. Yeah. And he has the wonderful distinction of, like, Karn the Silver Golem, every time Obnixilis shows up in a card, he's progressively more jacked. Mm, oh, that demon yeah. steroids. Yeah. Yeah, like, seriously, his first one, he is a pale, kind of pasty, ugly-looking mage dude, really flimsy. In his latest incarnation, he is a giant stacked demon who, I'm going to be entirely honest, you could cut glass with those pecs. <clears throat> could I? I mean, he'd probably murder you if you tried. Oh, well, what if what if he was doing it for me as a favor? Oh, just like, hey, could you cut this glass from me? Yeah. um, I think that's the name of a card, actually. Yeah, so Obnixilus' personality traits include being cartoonishly evil, uh, incredibly demonic, sadistic, and did I mention cartoonishly evil? Like, we're talking... Cartoonish. Victor Von Doom levels of just... Richard. Ludicrously evil. Are we sticking to people who are alive on this one? Because I already said who was dead last time. Oh, it's a fan cast. Yes, I'm aware uh, that uh, it's a uh, fan uh, no, cast. No, we don't have to stick to... No, he can't... You know, Ethan, we have to at least have one or two of our yes, suggestions we're gonna have to, I'm going to have to come up with somebody who's okay. alive as well. No. Because otherwise, I'd just say Vincent Price and drop the mic. Oh, yeah, Thurl Ravenscroft. Uh, funnily which is... enough, guess who I was thinking of? <laughs> it was Vincent Price. <laughs> Vincent Price and drop the mic. So I think we agree that if, if we could cast dead people, definitely Vincent Price. Yeah. Did you have Rip for uh, Ral Zarek? Did you have Rip for Ral? We can move on. I, was, I wanted yeah. to ask. Okay. So, um... Let's see. Unfortunately, Vincent Price still dead. Okay. Yeah, now, that said, uh, I, I think Vincent Price is definitely a direction to go. I think it might be fun to go the other direction, though, and get someone whose voice isn't... or who could play jovi- jovial and comedically evil. I say Nathan Fillion. 
Mm. Oh, yeah. For, for Ob, yeah. That's interesting. I like that a lot. Why was I thinking Nathan Fillion for Rao? I mean, that's also not a bad idea. Yeah. You got any got any feelings on this, Ethan? Any Fillion feelings? You got any? You go. You like Nathan Fillion? Maybe you could suggest. Got any ideas for who should push play Ob Nixless? Maybe some other suggestions. Yeah, we could do a. Um, you know, I was. I'm still in the uh, the live action mode, so it was like you know Andy Circus doing Ob Nixless, and then Nathan Fillion doing the voice, or yeah. someone else doing the voice. I mean, here's the thing though. Mm-hmm. Andy Circus is one hell of an actor. This he could true. definitely <laughs> voice Ob Nixless beautifully. Yeah. Like, give it a nice. Like not not the depth, but maybe more raspy. Though I'm gonna say the circus can do a very good, deep, imposing voice as well. I've heard him. I mean, if Fibblethip shows up, that's something Andy Circus could also do. I think if Fibblethip shows up, you just have him voiced by like following a four year old around a room. <laughs> I think if he shows up, you just turn off Netflix. <laughs> Fibblethip lost, but not watching Netflix. And a brief aside for folks who don't know who Fibblethip is, look up Fibblethip. Uh, what an aside. What's, I'm gonna... what's the card? Totally lost or completely lost? Well, I, I think they, I, want, I want to see what happens when these people try to spell Fibblethip. Uh, that seems It doesn't start with the letter you think it starts with. There's no Fs. Yeah. <laughs> no Fs or Ts or Ps. I think it might be one of the first magic cards to, to attain... Our first cards retain meme status. Meme? Uh, a meme of the dankest variety. Oh. Anyway, for Ob Nixilis, I'm going with uh, casting against type. Well, against type for recent history, and I'm going to go with The Rock. Ooh. He is. They just, like, CG around him. Like, they do mocap. Well, I mean, it's it, the, here's the thing. You look back at some of the, the stuff The Rock's done, and you're right. He's done some villainous characters. Yes. And Scorpion King didn't really talk, so that doesn't really count. No, but, I mean, look back at Doom. Well, yeah, look back at Doom, but I was also going to say, look back at, well, his wrestling career. I mean, he was... Yeah, he just, was a heel for a while. He was a heel for they much just model. of it. Yeah, and yeah. you know, he, he can do the jovial, fun, evil, too. So he yeah, can absolutely do that. Definitely, he'd be a good choice for that. Yeah, I like it. Uh, let's see, next we have a, a Nisa, who's probably the only big name I have. Nisa, Nisa. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Nisa, Nisa. Yeah, so um, Nisa is... The Green Planeswalker, and she is, well, she's a Green Planeswalker. She is an elf, and I'm kind of amazed we didn't get around to her when we were casting the Gatewatch. She is an on-again, off-again member. I'm pretty sure might we have. did, but let's do it again anyway. Yeah. I seem to recall having cast her, but we yeah, make, yeah, I think we did. Do, but let's do it again anyway. Yeah, we make, we make no guarantees about our uh, skill at magic, or in some cases, Look, we were going to do these episodes back-to-back, but then I was out of town, and we stuff. were all sick, and things happened, and, uh, yeah. you know. But yeah, Nissa, and then... Yeah, Vivian. Okay, I say, well, if we're doing uh, in that case, I can be funny this time. Okay. Yeah, I say be funny. I say we cast her as uh, we cast Nissa with the most iconic actor known to Elven kind, Orlando Bloom. Oh. I mean, I, Nissa doesn't talk a lot, anyways. So you just have Orlando Bloom in a, in a box, have him grunt once or twice, use those, and hey, it'll work perfectly. I thought you were gonna say Liv Tyler. Ooh, ooh, that's yeah, but she can actually act. That kind of ruins it. That's true. Also, that's true. expensive. Well, I don't know. Let's see. Orlando Bloom in a box grunting. Yeah, that's. It's like, what's more expensive, Liv Tyler actually doing voice work, or Orlando Bloom in a box grunting? Okay, so we need somebody who can't act, who's cheaper than Orlando Bloom, but in the same spirit, a knockoff Orlando Bloom who doesn't need to say much, but just needs to grunt, and can't act. Mm. 
Pauly Shore. <laughs> because, <laughs> because of yes, because a plan's not a plan without Pauly. I mean, he can. We also know he can voice act because he was in a Goofy movie. Hey, Maxie, look, it's the Leaning Tower of Cheese. That's true. Wow, I didn't know that was Pauly Shore until just now. My he has the classic line: "That goof kid ain't there." That goof kid ain't there. My world just is another thing for him to say, considering he seems to know him intimately earlier in the movie. That's like a line from the 50s. And a Goofy movie is not set in the 50s, I'm pretty sure. No, it's set in the 90s. Yeah, because, what is it, Polly Shore's character has like a, a Walkman. Yeah. Which is, you know, relatively portable way to store music. Though, to be fair, in the 50s they had that too, because I know Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons had a Walkman. Perhaps that was a walk like a man. <laughs> Uh, collected sorceries just just shredding your sense of humor shredding just, just searing it away or at the very it's very least gently, gently abrading I was going to say abrading is really good yeah get that 40 grit belt and just ah it's like gravel sanding down on your, your sense of humor till it's smooth yeah <laughs> surface so, grind collected sorceries surface grinding your sense of humor away <laughs> Uh, Nissa. Yes. Nissa. Uh. Yeah, so um, to, to, to bring this around to another character who might actually show up we haven't casted yet. Um, wow, I'm blanking here. Ethan, uh, uh, who's the planeswalker who does the sprinting? Oh, Samet. Thank you. Oh, Samet, Tyrant Smasher. Ah, Tobias Samet. <laughs> I want that now. He might be someone else. <laughs> Yeah, so Samut Tyrant Smasher, or just Samut, is a planeswalker introduced fairly recently in the set uh, on her native plane of Amonkhet. Amonkhet! Her personality traits at this point include being very sad because her plane was destroyed. I feel sad now because I thought Samut was, you know, uh, male, but continue. Very angry because her plane was destroyed. And being very, very fast. Amonkhet, magical Egypt, more or less. And again, mo- most of what we've got from this is probably coming from the War of the Spark novel, where her personality consists of being very fast, being very sad, and very angry. I'm sure she had other personality traits before that hat got a hold of her. I but... don't think so. I think that was her whole personality. Fast, that said, if we're going with someone who can play being sad, who can play being very, very fast, and to avoid whitewashing as a person of color, I'm saying Jaleel White. <laughs> Jaleel White. He does gotta go fast. That's uh. true. <laughs> Man, that's... Would you say that she's generally safe about how people treat her? Well, I mean, she carries a big honking sword and will cut your head off with it, so... Oh, so she does subscribe to the idea that no one has the right to make her feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say. Oh, yeah. That's good. I mean, sword, kopesh... The real white's in on that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for 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 our purposes. No one has the right to make him a way or place that feels uncomfortable. And if someone tries, you should tell an adult. First you say no. Mm-hmm. And then you pull out your kopesh. And then you pull out your kopesh. And then you explain what a kopesh is. And then they get bored and leave. You don't explain what your kopesh is. No, you It don't. makes it more threatening. Yeah. It's a reverse-bladed sword. Kind of like yeah. a sickle. Kind of yeah. like a sickle. Yeah. Man, Jaleel White. What a pick. Yeah. Ethan, do you have a pick similar to Jaleel White in any way, perhaps? It's got to be somebody who's sad and can go fast. And we sad, know Julia White can do that. Sad, fast. Sad, fast, not white. Um, it's a lot of options. I will say this, appropriate Ant- to almost nothing. Anthony Mackie coming up on your left? I don't want to, yeah. 
uh, I don't want to whitewash it either, but if we could whitewash it, you gotta go with Anne Hathaway. Hmm. She plays sad very well. She does indeed play sad very well. And uh, supposedly Catwoman was probably fast, even though I really don't like her Catwoman. Wait, Anne Hathaway was... Right! Right! That's right! Yeah, we all try... Yeah, not to, to forget. That. They've done Catwoman like 4,000 times, and I like Catwoman in like three things. Let's see. I've um, seen her be a really good character multiple so times. So, what? Eartha, also a terrible character many Eartha, times. So, Eartha Kit Michelle Pfeiffer? Well, are we just talking. What are we talking about? We're we just talking about uh, video stuff, like mo- just movies, just TV, just. I hadn't gotten that far. Oh. I was just naming Catwoman actresses that I knew. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't even necessarily include Michelle Pfeiffer there. Not that I think she was bad, but. No. No. I don't really like her Catwoman all that much. Yeah. Comparatively. Eartha Kitt's pretty good. Yeah. But, um... That's a different sort of Catwoman for a different era. Yeah. I really like the animated series Catwoman. Yeah, true. Good stuff right there. Yeah, oh, the Bruce Tim. Um... Yeah, Bruce Tim. Paul Dini. God, that's that's a good place to go for, to mind for voice actresses. Is any Bruce Tim or Paul Dini series. Yeah. Like, um... Gonna be honest, I would gladly watch a... Magic the Gathering animated show where the entire voice a- voice uh, cast was just the voice cast of Justice League Unlimited movie yeah. over. I will 100% accept this. It's like what? Clancy Brown, Kevin Conroy. Um, who is the Bruce Tim Superman voice actor? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Internet, help us. Oh, um, I know this. But yeah. Clarence Thomas. I, Probably I'm not Clarence fairly Thomas. certain Clarence Thomas was, was a... a uh, court justice or or a, a judge of some sort or a person in the legal a profession jury and executioner i clarence thomas was an executioner says you i yes says my you know passable knowledge of passable you know knowledge. mid mid uh previous century uh legal figures Tim Daly. Gripping stuff. Dagnamit, you Tim, got it right before I Oh, oh Tim, Tim Daly, yeah. So, uh, Tim Daly. A lot of people. Kevin Conroy. Superman. Clancy Brown. Yuri Lowenthal played Superman in something? That's weird. Oh, yeah, he's he's Naruto. He, he's going to be the next Hokage. Oh. That too. Hey, did you hear Yuri Lowenthal is going to be the next Hokage? I was thinking more that he was Spider-Man. Oh, oh, in the new? In the new Spider-Man. And oh. then I think they also used him again for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Interesting. And then I also mainly know him because Code Geass is one of my favorite anime. And he, 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 he's oh, plays that. what, Lelouch? No, he does not play Lelouch. Oh, okay. Lelouch is Johnny Youngbosh. Johnny Youngbosh. Oh, JYG, JYB. I love yeah, JYB. I love JYB. I like the cut of your jib. You know, I've been to like three conventions that guy's been at and never been in the same room as him. Yeah. Weird. Keep missing him. Yeah, we're going to have to find Johnny Youngbosh. Yeah. And Yuri Lowenthal. Yeah. And Tim Daly. Yeah, I, so I think all the other planeswalkers are sort of like we're not sure if they're going to show up, but there's like there's Ashiok, there is uh, Huatli. Huatli. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, there's. It's hard to say at this point exactly who's going to show up because we don't even know what planes or what hell they even announced what age group this is going to be targeting. Uh, medium. Uh, I'm just medium saying, age group. eighteen to thirty-four. Yeah, that one. Magic. Good call. Good Thank you. call. Thank you. Magical being ostensibly a children's card game has a tradition of having the lore be really, really dark. So this could go hyper adult or it could go hyper young. And I think that's mm. going to be a big part of what characters show up. I honestly think they're going to try to walk the line. I don't think they're yeah. going to make it very dark or very young. I think they're going to I mean, do it right in the middle. So look they're going to try to get the teen market. Yeah. Look at Adventure Time. Like, Adventure Time, kids can watch it, but... 
There's yeah, I think stuff. they're going to do like the teen market so that when kids watch it, parents aren't like, turn that off. And then when parents, you know, yeah. so kids still want it, so parents still have to buy stuff for yeah. the kids. And, and the voice acting is all top tier. They're going to try to get everybody. The, yeah, the voice acting is all solid so the parents don't have to endure listening to it. I mean, I would guess that it's probably going to be a bunch of voice acting veterans from various fields and then two yeah. to three at least major celebrities to sell the show <laughs> on name alone. Yeah. That, that, that sounds about right. Honestly, I mean... That's how Ghibli... And, uh, um, Oh, wow. Losing the name of the company. Oh, ha- Hasbro? Hasbro, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Hasbro. Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro has some money. And Magic the Gathering is a fairly profitable IP, but I don't think they're going to be throwing, like, you know, Netflix flagship show money at this thing. Probably not. No, which is fine because it's... Even a lot of celebrities do do voice work for, you know, cheaper than their in-person work would be, which makes say sense. But people well, like, what, like Lance, Lance Henriksen or folks that are, you know, so well-known Lance Henriksen, that'll bring the children in. <laughs> Well, I mean, look at the people Disney's managed to pull in for the Ghibli films over the years. I was going to say, that's, Billy yeah. Crystal, Gillian Christian Anderson. Yeah, the, the studio Ghibli slash Patrick Ghibli. Stewart, like, twice. Yeah, the Miyazaki movies. But that, see, that they, got a lot well, less impressive when Patrick Stewart did the Emoji movie. Everything I, he had done before that kind of got less impressive as a result. I mean, yeah, but it just goes to show, Patrick Stewart is a classically trained actor, which is to say he will do anything. He will do it. Pay he him will enough. do it. Exactly. He don't give a shit. Oh, la, 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 la. Also, let's face it. He's like, I'm putting all my grandkids through college. Also, if there's one thing you've learned about Patrick Stewart's sense of humor, sense of humor from the amount of work he's been willing to do with Seth MacFarlane over the years, this him him playing a walking piece of crap it's, in his full fancy British voice, totally the sort of joke he'd make. Yeah, he doesn't. It's nice that he doesn't take himself too seriously. I do like me some American Dad sometimes. Like, like we we will shit on the Emoji Movie before we shit on. Anything Patrick you know, Stewart does, apart from the movie. Crap! Instead of swearing right there, you're just dropping it right in there. Oh, we swear on this fucking show what? all the time. Who cares? Oh, fucking a. I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, words. There's no you real know, reason not to. Words alternately have but, no meaning and all all meaning. But it's a children's card game. So is Yu-Gi-Oh! But they fucking swear on that shit all the time. <laughs> they send people to the shadow realm they send people instead to the of killing realm. them. You know, Fair because point. apparently going to the nega the nega zone forever. He's Joey fucking Wheeler. Yeah. <laughs> and I think speaking. But, of, you know, we won't lean on it. You know, it's not a crutch. I think speaking of the negative zone or the exile zone, as it would be called in Magic: The Gathering, that's where exile cards go. Exile. Uh, are we headed off to the exile zone soon? Yeah, we're headed off the exile are, zone yeah. pretty soon. Let's see. We got what forty-five-ish minutes before trivia starts. We got to get there early. Yeah. We gotta get a seat. There's a lot of us tonight. Tell you what, if we're, we're bringing everyone in our if, bunkles. If we're wrapping up, I'll I'll do the uh the the bit at the end. Uh, Speed run. No, magic spitting relevant shit. Magic spitting relevant shit. Bing. This uh, week with Ethan Show. This is uh from. <laughs> Ding. This one comes from uh, Ovia Pashiri, sage life crafter from uh, Kaladesh. Uh, she's a green uh, human artificer. The uh, flavor text is. Uh, inspiration is reciprocal. Uh, we all have a responsibility to each other to create. Oh, inspiration. Yeah. Oh, fancy. That one's brought to you from Kaladesh. Kaladesh was wonderful. It was a, it was a, like a Indian subcontinent uh, flavored uh, or themed uh, steampunk. And the idea is, is Kaladesh means world of tomorrow in 
that language. If you guys are interested in finding out more about the planes, I think for next week, maybe instead of doing a fan casting on the show, yeah. we could list maybe some of Magic's more well-known yes. planes and our thoughts on the odds yes. that the show might actually go there. That yes. sounds like a plan could, or a plot. We could talk about our, our favorite planes and, uh, you know, get all of Orthos up in. 747. There we go. I'm fond of the F-16 Tomcat. How dare you? Yeah. How dare you say that to me? I like, I like a nice B-2 just from a design standpoint, but they're, they're a little spendy. Man. Oh, um, I do not I know. You like the B-52s? Well, yeah, because I own Cosmic Thing on cassette, and I'm probably way over the the legal limit for cassettes owned for someone my age. You're probably the way over the legal limit for I don't know rock lobsters. Yeah, was I might have more than just the one. You do. I did see it. My dad did find a crawdad in in the, uh, well, in, the yeah, in front of my house. Five cassettes right next to me. Yeah, at least five. As many as. As many as just <laughs> somewhere between five and a hundred thousand. Kids I'll let don't you do play that. with too many cassettes at once. I will. Okay, that's fair. I have the CD changer, and the cassette changer. <laughs> the CD changer. And the you cassette were, changer. you were the oldest. How, 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 what are you, how old are you? Twenty. Oh, guess this one. This is going to be fun. Hold you, 28? How, how did you get remember. that? Uh, you this the, might be the first time in our the, close of our friendship you've got my age correct. <laughs> You're the oldest 28-year-old I know. And, and yeah, this is like curmudgeonly. You baby. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I love the idea that, you know, I think of you as being like an old soul and like being more curmudgeonly than... spoken and all of this shit. Like, I've been like 40 since I was like 15. Yeah. Uh, and I'd just like to point out that the best plane of all is in fact... <laughs> The, the F-86 F-85 Goblin, Goblin. Oh, I, think, I was going to say the F-86 Saber but Seriously, look up the XF-85 Goblin It is the cutest plane They got the golden oh, arches man. We got the golden arcs Yeah, it's a real gerblin It's a real shiny shiny uh, chrome gerblin yeah. Just like in Diablo <laughs> What? Oh. Shiny goblins Oh, shiny goblets Oh, gob- oh shiny goblins, yes the Shiny goblins Yes Goblets of goblets. Like, like Bishibosh. Goblets and, and goblets of fire. And Rakanishu. And if you blow them up, they explode in the goblets of goblin. Surely somebody <laughs> must have done some sort of Harry Potter-themed band with something about a goblets of fire album. Probably. Dropping it's, goblets it's, of fire. It's fire. It's fire it emoji. It is. <laughs> well, if Warframe can support multiple bands, then I'm pretty sure Harry Potter's managed at least a couple. Oh, I know they have. I know they have. Let's go look at all the Harry Potter bands. Does anybody have any final points they'd like to bring up, or perhaps any final words before we adjourn for the hills? Uh, I don't think so. Remember to support your local game store. Go down and draft some of that M20. It's good stuff. Draft it. Draft it today. It's good drafting. MSG, found in Progresso Soup. Not sponsor of the Collected Sorcerers podcast. Also, I think they had to take that out. For legal reasons. Probably. Chew on that for the next 45 and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs>